because I had spent so many years um, doing a lot of research into these products for my own use, and and the background to that was that I was, you know, trying to perf- to improve my performance every day. But but I, and I had great support when it came to um, training, when it came to physical, you know, strength and conditioning support, um, even uh, sports psychology and performance psychology, but. There, there wasn't so much support in terms of um, supplementation, nutritional supplementation, this kind of thing. So the, the result was that I, I did a lot of research myself into it. And so I, I had quite a good idea of the types of products that I wanted to do, um, that we wanted to, to create. Uh, the premise was that uh, we wanted to make, originally we started as orga- fully organic range of sports supplements that would help you with your performance, but also your long-term health. And so that was the premise. Eventually, that's kind of built into, um, well, what everybody really needs is a a good night's sleep, uh, loads of mental energy through the day, and less stress. So those are really the the three areas that we focus on today, uh, sleep, stress, and and energy. And and to be honest, whether you're um, somebody who works super hard, has a busy family life, and exercise a little bit, that's going to help you. If you're somebody who's uh, at the polar opposite and is really is a full-time athlete then that's also going to help you so so that's kind of like the core um, managing stress getting really good recovery at night and having more more energy through the day hello and welcome to the natural healthcare network podcast my name is deb mcleod and i really appreciate your sitting in and listening in Today, I am delighted to say that I have Joe Wellstead joining me. He is the co-founder of Motion Nutrition. He and Charlie Matthews founded the company, and I am equally thrilled to say that Phoebe Leibling is joining me. Phoebe works with Motion Nutrition as a nutritional consultant, and I am delighted that both of them could join me on this podcast to talk about this product that I really do love. I hope you enjoy listening to the information that Joe and Phoebe have to share with us as much as I did. Well, Joe and Phoebe, thank you so much for joining me today. We are here to talk primarily about you, Joe, and your business motion nutrition that of course we know that I love so much because it has transformed my life and I told you I I will always talk about it and I'm happy to go on and on and on and bore people about it but we're here to talk about your story and I know you've done this loads of times because I've looked you up and I see oh you're on this podcast talking about this and that and so I don't want it to be boring for you but I do think it would be good for the listeners to hear a little bit about that and to, to talk about what it was that made you decide to start to, to have the courage to start a supplement company. And then I know we'll go from there and Phoebe and how you and Phoebe met, how you work together, because I think it's really good for healthcare practitioners that are listening to get an idea of the collaborative effort that goes in and other members of the public to hear about the collaborative effort that really does go on within our industry. And I know that you've worked with Miguel on the formulation for your wonderful product. So is that okay? I know it's a lot to squeeze in an hour, and I always say this to everyone, but is that okay for us to sort of talk about that and then see what evolves? 
That's great. And it, it, it's funny that you started by talking about courage, um, because even in 2015, it feels like a long time ago, but when we started talking about um, building this company that we didn't know, that didn't have a name at the time, it, even then it felt like, whoa, there's, there's, there's a lot of people doing things in this space. And uh, a lot of people were sort of like, guys, you're crazy. We don't need another supplement company. So there was definitely some courage to get going for sure. I'm sure. So, so, well, let's take it from there. I, I know that you are uh, an athlete. And so what was it that really got you to think, okay, I'm going to go on and do this, even though we have all these naysayers? What was it that happened? Yeah, well, I was um, a professional swimmer for a number of years, and I competed for Scotland internationally at the Commonwealth Games in 2014. Um, and so I had spent about five years uh, training as a really as a full-time athlete uh, based in Stirling, Scotland, after moving there f- uh, from France, where I'd grown up. And I was always really into eating super, super healthy food. Um, I've always loved cooking from, from scratch and eating like vibrant food and and my I, I really get a kick out of um, making healthy food super super tasty like that's that's kind of like yeah. one of my big loves in life is making something that a lot of people would think oh I don't like that make it whoa that is super nice so I've always had like this passion for eating really really well but um when I moved to Sterling in 2009 suddenly I was training about 25 hours a week um early morning swimming sessions, like getting up at 4.45, hitting the water at 5.20, 5.30 in the morning for an hour and a half, two hours, uh, then going to the gym, uh, then going to class at university, and then coming back for training in the evening. And I had, although I was a, a high-level athlete when I moved there, I, I had never experienced this amount of um, output in terms of work, like this intensity day yeah. in, day out, day after day. And so I inevitably had to fuel myself with more than meals. Um, And this is when I started looking into supplements and, you know, finding out ways that I could boost my uh, nutritional intake through the day so that I could, I could keep this training up. And I was just so disappointed, you know, Uh, at this time, 2009 to 2014, I mean, stuff was just crap. And you guys know as nutritional therapists, how, poor some of these sports supplements are and I didn't have anywhere near the training that you have and I was really beginning to understand I was really at the the beginning of of my research into the world of nutrition and even without any proper knowledge I knew that um, a lot of the things I was trying to avoid in my regular food uh, were just stuffed uh, in these supplements and that just didn't make any sense to me because sure I wanted to be a better athlete but I also wanted to be healthier yeah, absolutely. I know Phoebe will talk about this because she does, but it, it is really, really aggravating when you're trying to find a, a good supplement for your clients or even for yourself like you did, Joe, it, to find something that isn't full of, of a bunch of junk. And most of the supplements are, and it is very rare to find supplements that don't have lots of fillers. That's one of the reasons I was so excited about finding unplug. I mean, it's Phoebe that I am really in love with because she introduced me to your beautiful product, Unplug, (laughs) and it has transformed my sleep. But it's really hard to find products that don't have a lot of junk in them. So uh, I can only imagine your desire as an athlete 
to find something because you're already really compromising your digestive system and your, well, your system on the whole because you're overtraining and you're constantly working your body hard. Right. I mean, the thing is, um, you know, sometimes I kind of take for granted uh, that people understand what it's like to do that amount of training, but I should probably explain like the the mindset that goes on when you're trying to to perform at the elite level. I mean, every single thing that you do is geared towards um, performing better. And and so that, that kind of permeates every single level of your life if you're a diligent athlete. And so at, every, at any point during the day, you're thinking, okay, what am I going to do next so that um, I can recover better, so that I can train better at my next session, so that I can race faster uh, in a few weeks' time? And so everything becomes about um, how can I recover better? How can I sleep better? How can I have more energy? And how can I bounce back from one session to the next? And when you start taking products that, um, you know, if you're taking a protein shake that, uh, or a recovery shake that's sort of carbs and protein immediately after a swimming session, and then you drive home and it's it's 8 or 8.30 p.m. And, and you need to have dinner, but your stomach's all bloated because of all these sweeteners and thickeners and bulking agents, this is really not a good place to be but and yet you need something immediately after the swimming session or or the weight session because you just need that extra fuel so that just didn't really add up in my mind and when I left the world of elite sport and started thinking well if that's what it was like for me as an athlete and clearly more and more people are taking supplements and more and more people are having a hard time with stress energy sleep all these things then, you know, what is it like for people who are not trying to perform at their best physically uh, in, a, in an elite sport? You know, generally speaking, most people just want to sleep better, wake up with more energy, um, perform better mentally, but also socially, um, emotionally, have stable energy through the day so that you can do your work, have a nice social life, uh, and, then, and then exercise and, and feel like you're in really good health. So suddenly it makes even less sense that there would be ingredients that would harm your health in these products. So we've always taken the approach of saying, well, we need every single thing that we make to help you feel better today um, and tomorrow, but also to benefit your health in the long term. That's a really big, big part of what we do. Yeah. So Phoebe, can I ask you something? How did you find Motion Nutrition? And did you and Joe already know each other? Or were you doing some surfing around the internet and trying to support your clients? Or what What, what was, what did you do? So I was actually, Joe and I were talking about this the other day, because it was completely by chance. Um, and I was training at the time. And so I almost feel like when I talk about motion, that we kind of not like grew up together, that probably sounds a bit silly, but it does kind of feel like we've evolved over time together, um, in my mind at least. And I literally went into Planet Organic on a lunch break, I think in my final year when I was sort of finishing up my clinical um, assessment hours. And there was, I don't know, Joe, if you were actually there, but Charlie, um, Joe's business partner, the other founder of Motion Nutrition was there and they were talking about their protein powders, um, which is what they were sort of sampling at the time. And we just got into a, a long conversation about the benefits for us going for proper protein powders, ones without all the nonsense in them. Um, and yeah, we just, 
that was when the beautiful friendship blossomed. That was the start of it all. Now, the, the part that Phoebe isn't telling you there is that um, <laughs> Charlie actually uh, was so, so under pressure that a, such a keen uh, and beautiful nutritional therapist would be interested <laughs> in our products that he actually um, tipped over every single sample that was on the table and made, made, made a big old mess inside the store. I was trying to save him, save his face there, but yes, that is definitely what happened. There was there was whey protein shake all over the floor, um, but yes, it was <laughs> poor Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. Now everyone knows. Excellent. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's very endearing, isn't it? <clears throat> That's very good. Well, it obviously worked because she still she loves the product. Absolutely. Well, I think from from my perspective, I was an even keener bean back then, if that was possible, um, being so deep in the learning process, which obviously still continues now. It's not that if I've stopped learning, um, but anything and everything, I was just totally fascinated and completely enamored with this this prospect of a company that was doing things so well. Because I think also, like Joe touches on, we have the rise of the, I guess semi-professional athlete in the sense that a lot of people now when you look at what they're doing and what they're putting their body through in terms of their physical activity levels it's pretty intense to then live a normal kind of day-to-day life go to work play with the kids on top of that um so to kind of have things to support them and and their sort of stress response and all that kind of stuff as well but to look outside the box I have I don't know elderly clients who need support because they have issues with swallowing or I have clients who are on a fertility journey and we're looking at supporting pregnancy and of course I don't want to give them something that has maltodextrin and flavors and all that kind of stuff in it so I want something that's pure because their bodies are going through these these big changes um, or they need additional support for a medical reason and so it's even more important that we give them really good quality stuff as opposed to saying have this horrendous thing that resembles a chemistry experiment with 15,000 ingredients in it. Yeah well I was going to say that very thing it's interesting that you bring that up because so many people that are amateur athletes or doing lots of, of sports and yet you look at the average person, the amount of stress that they're under and what's going on this year then and the food that they eat, you really do need to have something, as we know, that's going to support your system. So, Joe, how was it you, I mean, how do you start coming up with the 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 idea of putting what you're going to put together did you is this where you brought someone like Miguel in or how did you start working on it because you have your lovely protein powders did you bring him in from the very beginning or what did you do yeah we did um so I I had a because I had spent so many years um doing a lot of research into these products for my own use and and the background to that was that I was you know trying to perf- to improve my performance every day but but I, and I had great support when it came to um, training when it came to physical you know strength and conditioning support um, even uh, sports psychology and performance psychology but there there wasn't so much support in terms of um, supplementation nutritional supplementation this kind of thing so the the result was that I, I did a lot of research myself into it and so I, I had quite a good idea of the types of products that I wanted to do um, that we wanted to, to create uh, the premise was that uh, we wanted to make originally we started as orga- fully organic range of sports supplements that would help you with your performance but also your long term health and so that was the premise eventually that's kind of built into um, 
well, what everybody really needs is a, a good night's sleep, uh, loads of mental energy through the day, and less stress. So those are the, really the, the three areas that we focus on today, uh, sleep, stress, and, and energy. And, and to be honest, whether you're um, somebody who works super hard, has a busy family life, and exercises a little bit, that's going to help you. If you're somebody who's at the polar opposite and is really is a full-time athlete, then that's also going to help you. So, so that's kind of like the core: um, managing stress, getting really good recovery at night, and having more more energy through the day. Um, but right from the start, we we worked with uh, Miguel Turbi Mateas um, to formulate our products, and we we, we spent quite a bit of time um, researching. Uh, and speak, reaching out and speaking to different nutritional therapists um, and uh, people who had been previously involved in formulating products. And there was just this this sort of com- sense of complacency from most people that we spoke to. You know, it was very much like, oh, yeah, sure, uh, we can make products for you. We can help you formulate products. Um, you know, what do you want it to taste like? Strawberry cheesecake? And I was <laughs> like, no, that's, <laughs> you just, yeah. like, I've spent half an hour explaining to you what I want to do, and you just <laughs> completely ignored it, and you think that I want to do what everybody else is already doing, so this is pointless. Uh, and eventually, um, we sat down with Miguel, and we just explained to them to him uh what I've just told you, you know, that, that we want to use natural organic ingredients that served a purpose and every ingredient needed to have a purpose and a function. Uh, and, and so the emphasis wasn't going to be on super sweet flavors and that kind of thing. The emphasis was going to be on performance and health. And his eyes just kind of lit up at this. Like he got really excited about working with us on these things. And perhaps because, on most of his similar work prior to this, um, there had always been those constraints of, oh, sure, that's a nice idea, but people are not going to like it because it's not going to taste sweet enough or it's not going to be convenient enough. And we just kind of went in the face of that and said, you know, like everything we do is going to be about the user's performance and the user's health. And if that means that it tastes a little bit less nice than some of the other products, then so be it. There's, there's going to be people who want this rather than the super sweet uh, milkshake flavors. Yeah. But you know, I mean, and and Phoebe will certainly talk about, you know, she's talked about this time and time again, is that you change your taste buds over time, don't you really? You don't? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've, I've witnessed this so many times because like, it's funny, somehow I don't try to, I don't actually try to change people's habits, but oftentimes when people hang out with me for uh, any length of time, they, they'll tend to say to me after a while, like, Oh, like I've I've changed so much, <laughs> and, and it, I think it just kind of like rubs off, and eventually, like uh, they'll say, "Whoa, like I can't believe how sweet um, this red pepper tastes to me." <laughs> I, know. I never realized how sweet this could taste, and I mean, to be honest, I think the simple thing is like if they've removed uh, artificial sweeteners from from their diet, like suddenly everything just tastes so much sweeter. So you know, we have this argument so often with so many people oh stevia is not so bad oh uh sucralose is not so bad and and fine like perhaps in, in small doses they really aren't so bad but it's the accumulation of them over and over again you know discarding the potential downsides in terms of uh, gut health and digestion and so on like if we just entirely ignore that 
and, and, and just, just look at the fact that you're consuming every single day things that are artificially sweetened and, and that have a, a heightened sweetness at, to an artificial level and to a level that you just wouldn't find in regular food, then of course everything else that you eat is going to taste kind of bland and you're not going to like it as much. And that's a big problem, I think. Yep, I agree. Phoebe, what sort of clients, and I know I said I didn't want to make this all about motion nutrition. Of course I have, because there are some questions that I want to ask about you and Charlie and how you met. And, and But what what do you find, or do you find your clients are quite compliant, Phoebe? Or do you, I guess I just wanted to hear a little bit more about, you know, what you do to help your clients with changing and getting them to try some of these products, or do you just say, give it a whirl? I just would like to hear a little bit about that. Is that okay? Am I just talking yeah, about my rear end? I don't know. No, I think, well, to be honest, Joe's probably already touched on this. And I think that one of the biggest things that I try to do with people is inspire change without making it seem sort of forceful. So the way that I always sort of uh, approach um, working with people is through education and empowerment. If people understand what's going on, if they understand why they perceive taste in, in a potentially wrong way or slightly misguided way and how that will evolve over time, then they'll give things the longevity to allow that change to happen. But I would never make somebody do anything. And I'm all about finding bridging points. So if somebody is having a super artificially sweetened protein powder in a very fruit heavy smoothie in the morning, I'm not going to expect them to come to my level, which is to do things like make them out of red cabbage and bone broth, because that's just a way for everybody to fail. Um, but instead, what we'll look at is swapping their protein and keeping them with fruit, but giving them some more greens in there. And then progressively over time, they'll realize that actually they're finding it too sweet. And if they add a bit of cauliflower, they feel fully more full for longer. And it's just those progressive little bits over time. Same with the sleep thing. I would never say to somebody, I can solve your sleep issue overnight because that's not the case. It's just not, we usually talk about circadian rhythm, that day night cycle, sort of adjusting about 20 minutes over a period of a month, if that. But what you can get from people is you can say, right, well, we're going to start doing this. We're going to adapt your routine overall, and we're going to give unplug and power up a try. And what I want you to track is not necessarily how long you slept for but tell me how you feel in the morning tell me how you feel at the end of the day can you go out for a walk when before you'd be telling me that you were dragging your forehead across the floor and it's those little markers that when you know those positives it just it gives them little bits of reinforcement so it's all progressive and it's all about this gentle incremental positive education um and I've, that that's how I do things and I find that that tends to work quite well well at the moment it does don't know what will happen in future but so far so good yeah I Deb I, I know you want to talk about the business and how we set up but I just have to say I love that about Phoebe and I love the fact that you know <laughs> uh, she's focusing on how people feel because I just think that in this day and age it is so easy to um, dive in super deep with data and there's so many trackables and so many wearables and and so many variables that you can track over time and I just think that that's never going to be the full picture and the the first thing and the most important thing that that people can focus their attention to is how they feel on a day-to-day -day basis and how they feel on a weekly basis and a monthly basis and an and ability to kind of reflect on how, you, how you've performed overall over the past couple of weeks compared to perhaps six months or 12 months ago. I think that that is such a um, great approach because 
data, whatever, however you track it, whether it's with an Apple Watch or a Whoop Band or whatever it is, um, it, the the biggest issue that I have with it is that it, it completely um, disempowers you to change how you feel. And, and you know, there are things that you can do, and and um, uh, you know, simple habits that you can start to play with that mean that you change how you feel. I mean, something as simple as uh, smiling at yourself in the mirror is going to make you feel a ton better and it's going to change your hormone le- hormone levels inside of you. So a device that measures um, you know, your heart rate on a day-to-day basis and tells you how you should feel right now, how rested you should feel, I think is not particularly helpful. And, and it's super easy to get obsessed with that. So focusing on how you feel when you wake up and this kind of thing is so much richer and, and so much more interesting. I totally agree. It's far more, in, and I think it's, it is allowing you to become more in tune with yourself. And I, I'm sure you both would, I know just from what you're saying, we have, we have lost touch with who we are as individuals because we rely on our phones, our watches, everything else to tell us where we are and what we're supposed to do and where we should go rather than saying, how do I feel this morning? And what sort of, where's my frame of mind and what's going on with me internally before we even look outward. And it's, it's causing, I know just from research, uh, we know it's uh, causing lots of problems for people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and this is coming from two people who have well I wear an Apple watch every day Joe and I both wore whoop bands for a long time this year um, and we are both very mentally stable and aware human beings and we know how these things impact us so even doing things like I I kept my whoop band on longer than Joe did but I was very very careful that I wouldn't check my sleep data until lunchtime and I do, I do use trackers with clients because there are those individuals where objective data feeds into compliance and they like to be able to see things, but we use their monthly reports. We don't use their day-to-day data and we look for patterns as opposed to letting it dictate how you feel when you wake up. Because you can have a slightly dodgy sleep sometimes, or it happens to all of us. We get woken up before we should do, or we fall asleep and we're a bit too sort of wired or stressed and we don't settle as we would ideally like to. But you actually wake up in the morning and if no one told you otherwise, you jump up. It's a gorgeous sunny day or maybe it's raining, but it doesn't really matter because you feel well rested and you kind of go on with your day. But then if you look at your data and it says you've only recovered 40%, I would find myself literally going, oh, well, I must be tired then. And it actually takes away from your from your good mood. Um, So I entirely agree with Joe, the the long term as opposed to the short term. And all this sort of influence of how data dictates our feelings and all of that kind of thing. It needs to be well managed if you do use it. And if you don't think that you can manage it particularly well, then don't bother to go there. <laughs> I, I like how this conversation is flowing because it, it does make me think about the, the tests that you've recently done about sleep. And mm-hmm. do you want to talk about that? Would you guys like to, to address that? Oh, well, yeah, Joe, yeah, why don't true. you go ahead? Yeah, this is exactly why we got the Whoop Band. So our, our whole team did this. Um, and in the, in, in the context of uh, measuring one change, I think that uh, a wearable like a Whoop Band is really, really good tool. Um, you know, the data is not 100% accurate, but, but the change in data uh, should be pretty, pretty um, relevant. So we... Um, our whole team, uh, we all strapped on a whoop band and we spent a whole month without taking unplug. Um, for a couple of us, that was the first time in over two years that we weren't taking unplug anymore. 
uh, <laughs> that was kind of daunting. Um, but, but actually it was a good exercise because every so often somebody will ask us, oh, is it addictive? What happens when I stop taking it? And, and you know, this is not a sedative. It's not a benzodiazepine. It's not addictive. Uh, you know, we survived fine on that month without it. Uh, we just kind of slept a little bit less well. And, and for me that a very familiar, old routine kind of set in after 10 days or so of not taking unplug. And this is quite, this was quite, um, uh, true across the, across the group. Um, whatever my sleep was before I took, I, I started using unplug kind of kicked in again. So that was, um, typically like three bad nights a week sort of thing where I, I'll wake up several times in the week. Um, that had just completely disappeared from my life. And, um, I was, I was used to, um, having maybe one less good night a month with unplug that that's kind of my, my normal now. So that's what I, I reverted to two or three bad nights a week without unplug. Um, so we kind of measured that, that first month focusing on, uh, okay, how much REM sleep are we getting? How much deep sleep are we getting? And how much total sleep are we getting? Uh, and then we did the second month where we reintroduced unplug for everybody and measured, um, how we were responding, how our REM sleep was responding, how our deep sleep responded and how our total sleep time responded. And it was really cool to see that the, um, and it was, this is where the data is, is quite fascinating because we had we had received, we regularly receive messages from people who just start to take Unplug and they'll tell us something like, whoa, like my dreams over the first couple of nights have been really wild. I've had nightmares or I've had really vivid dreams. Like what's going on? What, what are you putting in this? Because like I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really interesting to see that what actually happened when we reintroduced Unplug is that our REM sleep like went, ballistic it went through the roof really really high and so essentially we had all accumulated a bit of REM sleep debt and the REM sleep is the time when our brain is is uh, catching up and restoring through the night and we weren't getting enough of that so what that means in real life is that you wake up feeling a little bit groggy and and tired and not quite refreshed and and so that first week of taking it again we were seeing like 30 i think in some cases 50 percent increase in REM sleep like it, the, the numbers were really wild but what happened after that first week or 10 days is that it kind of stabilized again and it was higher than the first month but it but the levels of REM sleep that we were getting uh stabilized to um I think it was around 25%, 20 to 25% of your total time asleep. And that's, that's a super healthy number. And people were again, waking up refreshed and feeling good. Um, Deep sleep didn't change so much. That's more to do with like uh, your body recovering. Um, Well, across the board, there wasn't so much change there. Um, But the total and the total time asleep increased a little bit because there were less disturbances through the night. Uh, So a little bit longer time asleep, um, you know, within the same amount of time in bed, people were asleep for a little bit longer. That tends to be because people fall asleep quicker, on average, 52% quicker with Unplug. So that was happening. But the biggest change was really the amount of restorative sleep that people were getting. That that really increased. And, and that was because of the REM sleep increase. Uh, and so, but it was good to understand from a data perspective, why people are getting really vivid dreaming that, that first few nights with Unplug. And that's because of the REM sleep. How was it for you, Phoebe? Because I know that you also took part in it, didn't you? 
I did. Um, and what was really entertaining, the way that Joe and I obviously interpret our sleep, we've got very used to being very, very effective sleepers. So we were having these conversations <laughs> when we were saying like, my God, my sleep is just not what it would be. And then when it compared us to like the national or the international averages, we were still <laughs> up in like the top 85% of people sleeping. And we were like, God, this is not, this is not right. Um, I was a bit of an outlier, I think in certain bits of the day so my I responded a bit differently my big thing was when I wasn't taking unplug I actually slept for a lot longer and I felt knackered the whole time um because I just my body wasn't as efficient I'm I had terrible insomnia when I was younger um and so for me sleep was quite important which is probably why I'm slightly obsessed with it these days and how it needs to be really good um but yeah so I usually, I certainly will have nights when I don't settle as well, and but they're kind of, they're the rarity. Um, my usual habit is to wind down in the evening, I take my unplug, I get into bed, I read, and I know that I'll kind of fall asleep relatively quickly, and then I'll wake happily between the hours of, like, sort of around six-ish. That's absolutely fine for me, and I'll wake up and I'll feel fine. And I found that when I wasn't taking unplug, it was taking me ages to drop off. I was reading, like, books rather than reading like a couple of chapters um and then I would sleep and I was getting a lot of light sleep so I just wasn't getting into that proper regenerative sleep and then I was waking up like eight hours later feeling like I needed more sleep whereas my usual would be six to seven hours in out bang done feel great off for the day so I guess my main measure was stuff like my physical activity motivation because I love to be active that just wasn't that just wasn't there. I was kind of like, right, well, I'll go for a walk rather than going and doing what else I would want to do. So it was, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I was very happy when that month was over. Let's say that. And if Joe ever tries to take it away from me again, then I'm not going to talk to him. <laughs> Chuck your toys out of the brain. So why did you decide to do this study? You know, um, some people will, will just um, not listen to our words and they'll want to see numbers. And so we wanted to, to go, well, fine. Okay. Like, like, let's, let's get some numbers together. And, and, you know, out of interest ourselves, of course, we were interested in seeing what would happen, but, but also, um, from a marketing perspective, uh, there, there's just certain personalities and certain people yeah. who w will just need to see like, okay, like what's happening to my sleep, like on a tangible in a tangible on a tangible level like what's changing and so that's that's that was i guess the the big the biggest motivation um to 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 put together some numbers but i mean the, in reality people do respond differently so across the board um we tended to get a little bit more sleep and more REM sleep with unplug phoebe was different to, to the majority in the group but but uh, across the board what's um uniform across everyone is you wake up feeling more refreshed and and like that's the result that we're after you know whether it's more total time asleep or more REM sleep or less disturbances or falling asleep quicker like whatever it is that you need uh, and for a lot of people it's actually not just falling asleep quicker but also um you know you're you're always going to have some disturbances like perhaps you have a toddler to care for or perhaps like your partner goes to bed a lot later than you or, or works nights or whatever. So there's always going to be some disturbances. So for a lot of people, it's not just falling asleep quicker, but it's also managing those disturbances better and not feeling wide awake when, when they happen, but being able to nice and calmly stay relaxed and fall back asleep really quickly because then you're really maximizing your time in bed. So 
I understand why some people want to see, okay, like I want to get that 20% increase in REM sleep or, or whatever <laughs> it is. Like I, I get that because, you know, I, I love the data as well. And, and I love seeing those tangible results. But across the board, what we're interested in here is getting people to wake up feeling better and, and feeling like they're full of energy because then that has like such a fantastic cascade of downstream uh, mm -hmm. effects you're not going to go reach for a coffee on an empty stomach first thing in the morning you're yeah. you're you're not going to be uh, immediately in a bad mood and have terrible interactions with your partner or with your family you're not going to be grumpy on your way to work or or on your first zoom call with your colleagues in the morning before you've had like your second or third cup of coffee you're not going to have so many snacks through the morning. You're, you're because you're in a better mood and have more mental energy. You're going to make better decisions about uh, what to eat, and, and you're going to make better decisions about how much caffeine you should be taking. And perhaps that extra energy is going to mean that you are going to go for a lunchtime run or or an evening swim or, or whatever it is. So there's just so many downstream benefits that are just not reflected in, in a small piece of data. And this is, like, again, like my, my problem with focusing too much on the data is that it doesn't give you that full picture that people need to like just, just reflect on a little bit from their own perspective. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I, I understand that completely because I am one of those that wakes up a lot. And to be able to go back to sleep is a huge thing for me. So as long as I'm just staying chilled out and relaxed, then that's fine. So if I only wake up once a night and when I do that, that's amazing. But I only will do that with the, the unplug. But it's a very restful sleep. So I wake up and I feel much better and more at ease. And of course, then I meditate, but that's me. So I can see what you're saying. So I don't even know the data. I just know how my body is reacting and responding, having had that good night's sleep. So mm -hmm. um, I've noticed, and I'm just going to change a little bit. I've noticed that you do have iodine in it. So I think it's important because there's always this discussion about people with thyroid issues. I do think it's, it's good for people to talk to healthcare practitioners about the products that are in there before they take them. And I think that's a good reason for anyone who's taking supplements to have someone to help support them. So um, I just wanted to put that in. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's exactly why we work with Phoebe as our resident nutritional expert. Um, so that when people do have questions that they'll ask us, this is not what we'd recommend to people. We'd say, you know, if you have concerns, speak to your, your nutritional therapist, uh, face to face over a call, because they'll get to know you much better than, uh, much better than we can. But it's, it, it is important for us that we can have uh, an expert opinion on uh, giving people advice and feedback when, when they need it and when they rely on us for that. Cool. Oh, the thing that I sort of, I, the thing I love about both of the nootropics is that they do come in as sort of multifaceted supports, but they're all at levels that will have definite therapeutic value, but they shouldn't have really any contraindications apart from obviously if somebody does have a health condition or they are already taking medication, it's always better to try uh, to check whether somebody who sort of understands what happens when you take a med or you take a supplement um so for example with unplug it's only the iodine that you really have to be aware of um as an interacting thing with pre-existing medical conditions or uh, medications and in power up it's there are a couple of the adaptogens can interfere with blood pressure medication but again if somebody was on that they should know to check before they added anything into into their routine uh, yeah yeah that's good. 
That's good. So it's always, I mean, as we know, it's always important to do those sorts of things. I just think it's important for us to address it because I know there are practitioners that, that bring a, bring it up. Um, there are a group of us that talk about it. So when anyone comes on and says we're having problems with sleep, the, the thing that kicks up all the time is unplug. I mean, it is entertaining to see the number of nutritional therapists on this group that I'm on that say, unplug, 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 unplug. You'd love it, Joe. I really love it. Yeah, sounds fantastic. <laughs> sounds like my dream. I'll occasionally get a little snippet from Phoebe who will share something like somebody's very excited about it. And, you know, it, I love it when it's somebody that, I, you know, I don't know and I've never heard of them. That's it's, it's always nice when it's that. Exactly. Well, I, also, I was going to say something else as well about sort of the thing that I really welcome and love about Joe and motion is the fact that when you hear him talk about it and he says that he's not as in the know as say people who've been trained but he has that that passion for all-round health so yes we're talking about sleep but we're talking about all of the other aspects that that element of daytime stuff as well because if you sleep well you automatically feel better but they haven't just done a sleep supporting supplement they've done a nootropic that supports your neurological function overall so it enhances your cognitive ability throughout the day. And you're looking at these adaptions that go in and modulate the nervous system as a whole. So no, it's not a sedative. No, it's not going to kind of change everything like completely straight away. But at the same point, it's going for that long term health promotion. And I think that's quite unusual to find in people who make supplements. So again, big thumbs up to Joe <laughs> and Charlie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Phoebe but you know also it, it's just so liberating to have those rules set internally you know that as a brand it's just it's super liberating to have these quite strict rules set early on in our growth because it means that uh, we don't have to make the same decisions over and over again essentially so when we're considering something like 5-HTP that almost every single one of our competitor products, products that are up against them, plug on the market, uh, will use 5-HTP. Uh, and that's, you know, because they're looking at making a product that helps with your sleep, uh, that helps you fall asleep quicker and stay asleep through the night. And to be honest, they don't give a crap about anything else, like what happens afterwards. And I know that 5-HTP has got a whole load of downstream effects that are just not helpful Um and not conducive to long-term health and happiness. And I know that it's the kind of thing that you're going to need more and more of. And I know that it's just not the thing that we want uh, people to to get from us. And you're, you're probably not going to wake up feeling awesome when you take a load of 5-HTP. And I know because I've been there and I know because I've read a lot about it. And so that's just one example, but it, it does make it super liberating to have these quite strict guidelines internally um, because it means that if anything doesn't fit our guidelines, then we just say, well, you know, that's just out of the question. So it makes our lives yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. And, and you've got a, a blog on that, I noticed on your website. So you're talking about, you know, what your values essentially that you've set within your organization. Can we talk a little bit about your, about the company and what you're doing and how, you know, what's going on within the organization and how you're growing? Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, where do we start? We start right at the beginning, and we start where, today. Wherever you want, it's your, it's your, it's your moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give you a quick background. I mean, we when when we set up uh, Charlie and I the company in 2015, 
Um, to be perfectly honest, we had no idea about the the industry or or the market um, or how the um, uh, how the sort of retail side worked, and and we had never even worked in e-commerce before. So there was like a really big like learning curve. Um, uh, but we did have some really good um, things unfold for us. So because we hit the market, I think at a quite a good time with really healthy organic products, um, pe- places like Planet Organic that Phoebe was mentioning earlier, uh, they responded really, really well to us because they had, until we turned up, they had really only been selling products that were imported mostly from the US. And these brands were t- tended to have it quite easy in the market here because there wasn't much local competition. And that kind of pissed me <laughs> off because the products were not that good, to be perfectly honest. Like they just, they were just kind of like the only ones that ticked the boxes, but <laughs> I, I found them quite complacent and not very good products. Um, and so we had some, some good things happen quite early on that were super helpful to our growth. And it was great to have retailers like that um, willing to kind of, uh, take a bet on us as a as an unknown entity, um, but equally, uh, I think working with Miguel, I, I hadn't realized how uh, helpful that would be because um, when we were unknown, um, there I think there were a couple of things that really helped us. The first was that we had the organic certification on all of our powder based products, and that is quite a strong guarantee of uh, quality of product. And the second was that whenever we spoke to um, people, professionals in the healthcare industry or in the nutritional industry, and we mentioned uh, the person who had formulated our products, Miguel, uh, suddenly we were like, okay, taken quite seriously and with quite a lot of respect. And to be perfectly honest, we had no idea that that would be the case. We loved working with Miguel from the start, but we had not appreciated how influential he could be in the nutritional world. And that's been fantastic. And so uh, our growth has certainly been um, buoyed by nutritional therapists getting behind our products and appreciating our products and, and talking about us to their clients. And I guess that's why we've got so many great stories about Unplug in your, in your nutritional therapist yeah. forums. And so today we work a lot with the natural dispensary, but we also have a fantastic affiliate network with um, some great nutritional therapists like you guys who we don't tend to approach them. Um, and, you know, we're not a sort of big um top-down affiliate marketing Mm -hmm. company what tends to happen is um a nutritional therapist finds out about our products one way or the other uh, and you know wants to learn a bit more about us or or wants to know about our other products or or wants to get their hands on some samples and we love that because they will reach out to us with an existing interest and an existing appreciation for our products and so the conversation can flow so much more naturally when we don't have to do a lot of selling and promoting promoting of the product. So it's just such a, uh, a, a such a better place to start from, and uh, and from there eventually they'll get their hands on the products, and then if they decide they want to share it with their clients, then they can join our affiliate network, and the client can get a little bit of little bit uh, off our off our products, and the affiliate the uh, nutritionist can. A bit, make a bit of a kickback off of that and that's been really really helpful to grow our business because that um that uh, recommendation from a nutritional therapist really is gold when you want when you want somebody to appreciate the value yeah. of the product yeah well you know i'm not gonna bang on about it because i could but <laughs> i think i've done my fair share people would say all right that's enough 
but uh, I am actually really excited that I am I am going to be an affiliate. So I will say that uh, right now, and I just think it's an absolutely brilliant product. So what what does is it is it something that if there are nutritional therapists that would or healthcare practitioners if they'd like to get in touch with you, should they get in touch with you, or should we put something in the show notes, or how how would you like if people are listening to this, what would you like people to do? You can reach out to us anywhere you like. I mean, you can email us, um, hello at motionnutrition.com. You can go into our Instagram DMs. That tends to be the most popular way. Uh, we also actually have a, a page on our website. I don't remember the exact URL, but if you search okay. um, something like affiliate motion nutrition, you'll go on there and you can fill in the details. And and, and uh, if you're uh, you know a registered nutritional therapist, then we will... Uh, take that take that that um message and open up an account for you super okay. easily well, we'll put, i'll put that in the show notes so if they're nutritional therapists that want to get in touch with you then we can do that as well it just helps things uh, along so awesome. um what would you all like to talk about that we haven't talked about right now we've talked about the business we've talked about your your study on sleep i know you're doing i know you're doing more work on that but what would you both of you like to address well, uh, you know, in terms of what's coming next, a lot of the past year has been about uh, sleep. That's such a big thing for us and for so many people. And Unplug has been uh, received really, really well. Power Up has been fantastic for helping people with their mental energy. And the next big thing that we'll be tackling is is the stress. So those are the three kind of big pillars of everything that we're doing now, um, sleep, energy, and, and stress management. And so in the new year, we'll be... Uh, launching a new product specifically on stress management, which I'm super excited about because I know that uh, I know just how much it can help people and how good it, it, it can feel to have things a little bit more uh, under control when it comes to stress. And then we'll have a couple of other product launches through the year, which I'm all equally excited about, if not more so. A big thing for us is to make um, really healthy, really helpful products very easy to use and very easy to understand. And I think that um, speaking as an outsider, but from what I've learned and understood, I think that as a nutritional therapist, it can be quite challenging to offer products to your clients, products that they'll easily understand and that they'll easily stick to. I think that sometimes it can get quite complicated in terms of how many products you're taking, how you have to take them, what time you have to take them. Uh, should you take them with food, without food? Uh, how long do you have to take them? Do you have to cycle them? And so I, I can say that our job as a brand is to just boil all of that down, do all of the science stuff quietly internally. And what we put out is really simplified, really easy to understand and really enjoyable. And that's what I consider our job to be as a brand, to kind of be that middle person between this, we, we understand and we know and we get access to the latest science, uh, but that's just too much to take on board as a consumer. So what we need to present is something that is just really that fits in and that benefits people's lives and that's easy to, to stick to. Another thing that I'm really excited about uh, for the year ahead is we've just partnered with the London South Bank University um, they have a center called Lafique, which is the London Agri-Food Innovation Clinic. Um, and Lafique is funded by the European Regional Development Fund. And they have partnered with us and they are entirely funding a year-long research project on the benefits of Unplug when it comes to wow. sleep. 
And so that's going to be a real light, real world data collection uh, that'll take place over six months through 2021. And then there'll be a three month period of um, data extrapolation and interpretation, and then some research paper, papers published off the back of that. And I'm super excited about that. I'm really pleased that, you know, we've received um, the support of, uh, uh, you know, an external institution uh, with public public body funds. That is really um, just a great feeling for us because uh, it kind of, makes it real on a lot of fronts that uh, an external body wants to research uh, what our product is doing for our users. It's really exciting. I mean, that's fantastic. When you look at the statistics on broken sleep and how poorly people sleep every night, it is huge. And we know the consequences of that. So that's really exciting that you've been acknowledged and that you've got that coming forth in 2021. And to know that you have a new product, I'm very excited to hear about. It's going to be a good year. Oh, it is. I was going to jump in and say as well, as a fantastic resource for anybody who wants a little bit more insight, Mm -hmm. do check like the Motion Nutrition blog. Joe is an absolute demon when it comes to really distilling down that information for people so <laughs> if you are just interested in what we're kind of talking about and want a little bit more about the the other aspects of mental wellness and all that kind of stuff how you can eat in a certain way or do certain lifestyle things and this is all stuff that joe will do as well because when we talk about a pers- perfect guinea pig the guy is so busy and yet he's so zen um <laughs> so definitely something to, to check out then and i also i keep Every time we say, yes, unplug for sleep, unplug for sleep, I will also say that I have found this year for a lot of people and actually a lot of younger people. So I'll be in a conversation or a consult with one of my clients and they start talking about their poor teenager who's trying to do all their uni stuff and all this kind of thing. Um, And they're really struggling with sleep, but they're also struggling with anxiety. Unplug can be used during the day. So I have found for certain people that they will take Unplug mid-morning and it gives them that balance and that clarity that they need to get through a situation which is ever-changing and potentially not in a particularly good way. So yes, we do talk about it more for the evening as a general thing, but if you are somebody who is struggling with anxiety or stress or anything like that, do try it. Try half a dose mid-morning, try a whole dose mid-morning and see if it just gives you a bit more balance because it really does work. And in terms of age, age range, I usually say it's fine to use from about 15 years upwards um, because of like body size and that kind of stuff. But yeah, definitely a good one to, to play around with. That's excellent to know. And that's cool. So are you going to give us any idea about your new product that's helping with stress or are you going to be mean and make us wait? <laughs> no, that depends on when this episode is coming out. Beginning of January is when it's coming out. All right. Awesome. So beginning of January. So right now um, you will be able to um, pre-order, especially if you're on our mailing list, you'll be able to place a pre-order for this new product called Hormone Balance. And this is um, all about helping you manage your stress levels and especially with three different sources of magnesium. And we don't deal with things like magnesium oxide. These are three highly bioavailable sources of magnesium that your body is actually going to utilize and absorb and it's also something that in combination with unplug is going to make your like take your sleep i think to a whole other level um but this is this is now the product that i'd say um if you're having quite an anxious time uh try uh, taking something on a day-to-day basis is going to be helpful but if you'd like to insert this in the morning then that might be the best time if you're 
really stressed out about things and want to feel a little bit more in control. It sounds fantastic. I I mean, really, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. Now, one of the things (laughs) I wanted to at least acknowledge from a business standpoint, Joe, is I noticed that you you talked about this on one of your Instagram pages of the type of year that you've had and the the trials and tribulations that you went through because you were banned on Amazon, you were PayPal blocked you, and then Facebook started giving you a lot of grief, and yet your business has continued to thrive. So how has that been for you as for both you and Charlie as business owners? I mean, that must have been is that the primary reason that you came up with this new product. But I'm not being a smart ass, but, you know, it's certainly think, OK, well, I've got to do something to manage my stress. So let's create a new product. But it must be well to say it's difficult is really an understatement, isn't it? It's been very frustrating um, because I know that um, this year could have been um, although it was great, and I, you know, I, I have no right to complain, especially uh, cons- you know compared to um, other industries or other other businesses that have had a, a much tougher time. I know that it, it it could have been a lot better, even though we grew about two x this year. Um, it, you know, the most frustrating thing Deb, is um, when you're handling these situations that are really out of your control and really quite unfair and this is a a deep frustration of mine when we're living in a world that's run by algorithms and if the algorithm decides for one reason or another that you are an outlier uh, and it's very easy to be considered an outlier when you just do, do so little as mention the word nootropic because um, depending on the country or the definition of that word, it could be considered as medicinal. And that tends to get us in uh, kind of hot waters with some of these platforms. But really, there's no reason for that. Uh, absolutely no reason for that. And nootropic is anything that affects how your brain works. So caffeine is a nootropic. Uh, of course, um, methamphetamine drugs are also nootropics, but there's a whole list of other natural and healthy substances that are too. Uh, and it's just um, the, the case that when these large companies set up their algorithms, uh, if they do so in a way that uh, you know there are gray areas or there are, pro- there are just words that are kind of considered uh, naughty words, then... Uh, you know, to, if you're in that category, there's not really any relief in terms of um, fighting back or managing it. You just have to play the game and you have to work your way around it. And I just have to kind of remember that um, everybody's, you know, in, in the same conditions. Um, thankfully, we have a great network of nutritional therapists who support us and, and love our products. We have a, a great network of retailers, over a thousand retail points now that are wow. selling our products. Um, even though you know in-store retail has been pretty terrible this year, um, we have some great names like Holland and Barrett and Boots and Superdrug that retail our products offline and online. Um, a lot of people come back to our website to repeat purchase or to subscribe to our products. So, you know, there are difficulties that we have to get by, and those are, those are not not always fair, but. You know, when when you build a business and hopefully you don't rely on one supplier or one client or one uh, conversion channel or distribution channel or advertising channel, then, you know, if one thing goes badly, then you can rely on other, on other things to, to work out and pick, pick things up. So it's just like lessons learned as we go along. Um, 
the PayPal thing was the most ridiculous of all. They uh, they straight up um, put a block on our account because uh, there were options to ship our products to Brazil and Japan. Uh, neither country we've ever shipped to, but they just decided that um, something in our products wasn't allowed <laughs> there and uh, we should just be banned from PayPal forever. Oh, great. <laughs> and uh, and, and to, to, to make things even more interesting, the, the, the people who put a block on the account, um, they don't, they're not able to unblock the account and they don't actually know who is able to unblock the account. So this is, we're, we're far, we're far beyond the, the situation of left hand doesn't know what right hand is doing. It's like left hand doesn't know who the right hand is. (laughs) So, you know, you just, you just have to kind of take these things in your stride and take a deep breath and remember that these are externalities that you can't control and you just have to find ways around them. uh, And, and, you know, work your way out of it. Wow. Are you still blocked from PayPal or did you sort it out? No, that lasted a couple of weeks. Um, the Amazon thing, um, I actually think was probably a competitor decided to go to the MHRA and say that we were medicinal. And rather than checking with us, the MHRA decided to tell Amazon that we were medicinal. And so Amazon blocked us and, and told us that we had to take all of our products back from their warehouses. I mean, ridiculous things. But then, of course, you know, we have a sensible conversation with MHRA and they sort of acknowledge the fact that we are clearly not medicinal and they then send a letter to Amazon. But of course, this all takes a month. So, (laughs) you know, these are just just things that you have to, yeah, you have to work around. Did you have to remove all of your products and then send them back or did they allow them to stay there for the time? I mean, this is crazy. No, no, exactly, exactly that. So we had 24 hours to, from the, from the, from the moment they notified us, we had 24 hours to pull all of our stock, all of our stock back. I mean, pallets worth, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of stock. Um, and, and, and they being Amazon shipped everything back to us in tiny little boxes of two or three <laughs> units. Uh, <laughs> and then we had to consult, like consolidate all of this and send it back. And it, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, these companies are, um, they have rules and they have, you know, a lot to deal with. So it's very difficult and they have to have, you know, um, clear cut lines about what's allowed and what's not allowed. But, um, unfortunately the people who set these lines are not, you know, they, they don't, understand everything and they don't have all the knowledge in the world so sometimes they get it wrong uh, you know but i understand why those lines are there and we just have to we just have to uh, work it out and do the best oh, holy smokes good grief that's crazy that's absolutely crazy but here you are and you've still grown and even with with covid and even with brexit all of these things continuing to happen, you are thriving, which is exciting. And it says a lot about you. It says a lot about your partnership with Charlie and your business. I mean, that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Welcome. So Phoebe, do you have any questions or things that you would like to share with us or ask Joe? Is there anything that you would like to, to jump in and add? So yeah, I just, what I always really want to know is Joe, what are you making for dinner? because I'm going to drool over your Instagram story soon, but you can give us a bit of a heads up. This guy is a very good cook. So we'll just put that out there. (laughs) Thank you, Phoebe. Um, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a quite unusual situation where currently I'm staying at uh, my in-laws and I actually haven't cooked a meal in a few days, uh, which is, is, it's a nice break, but I do love cooking and, we're in France right now, so food tends to be 
uh, a starter, about three or four different dishes, then cheese, then dessert. And every meal you think is going to last 45 minutes, but inevitably lasts an hour and a half. And then, of course, you have some kind of uh, digestive tea afterwards. So it's more like a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this, this is where I have, you know, my appreciation for food stems from here. So I, I absolutely love it. And luckily, you then go and throw yourself in some icy cold water for a swim first thing in the morning to, you know, come back from your heavy meals. You know me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. But I get it. I get it. Well, thank you both so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. You two stay well. Such a pleasure. Thanks for having us, Deb. Thank you, Deb. Well, folks, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed sitting in and listening in to Joe and Phoebe and their conversation about motion nutrition, about starting a business, about working alongside a company and the collaborative efforts that they're putting forth for all of us so we can provide an equally good product to our clients. In the meantime, if you have any questions for Joe or Charlie or Phoebe, I'll be sure and put their contact details in the show notes and you will also be able to find them on all the various social media platforms. Now, as usual, there are a few things that I'd like to talk to you about. And one of them is, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you for all your support and for those of you who are subscribing. And if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe and forward these podcasts on to people that you think will find it of benefit. And I'd also like to talk to you about the Bellican. It is one of the best things I've done for my fitness. So if you have any questions about the Bellican, please be sure and get in touch with me or there is a link in my show notes so you can go directly to the site and have a look around. I am also delighted to say that I am now an affiliate of Motion Nutrition. So if you would like any more details about that, or if you would like to become an affiliate yourself and you're a nutritional therapist or a healthcare practitioner, there'll be links provided in the show notes on that as well. One of the many things that I like about Joe, as well as the other guests on my show, is that everyone is here to support, collaborate, communicate, educate, and inspire one another. So I'd like to thank you once again for joining me on the show. And until next time, I'd like to wish you and yours the very best of health. Bye for now. Bye.